that creatures are more important than Oathbreaker than they are in Commander. In Commander, they're mostly important because their abilities, whether they create a massive army or they apply an effect that will allow you to defeat your opponent. In Oathbreaker, they're more important because a lot of these deck strategies rely around Planeswalkers. Just like in EDH, Elder Dragon Highlander, they rely around the Commander. A lot of decks, yeah, people make decks that work without the Commanders, but we have more than just Commander. We have the signature spell in Oathbreaker. So a lot of these Oathbreaker decks will rely on the several abilities that the Planeswalker has, as well as the spell. What kind of synergies does it have with the deck that will help you win during your game? So, creatures are more important because they will deal damage to your Planeswalker and your opposing people's Planeswalker. So, Llanowar Elves. Not only is it a turn one accelerant, it can be used to protect your Planeswalker or attack your opponent's Planeswalker. Elvish Mystic, Deathrite Shaman, Birds of Paradise. <clears throat> but Birds of Paradise is flying evasion. If you can pump it up, then it can get past lots of creatures your opponents may have and deal damage directly to their Planeswalker. And if you can stop their Planeswalker, then you can stop their signature spell. And usually those in tandem are used to lead to their victory. So creatures are more important because it protects your Planeswalker and threatens your opponent's Planeswalkers. Now, Llanowar Elves, Birds of Paradise, Elvish Mystic, these are really critical, as are any other to drop mana dorks. This is a faster format, Oathbreaker. We all have 20 life, 60 card deck, is designed. Yes, this is going to be faster. It's going to have the commander. We're going to be able to have a 60 card singleton format. But since, since it's a faster game, turns people go off sooner rather than later. Uh, a lot of Elder Dragon Highlander games usually go into like the turn 10s and higher, turn 14. Here, a lot of really good planeswalkers drop out on turn uh, their convert mana costs are like 3, 4, 5, so turns 1, 2 will be used to set up, and then turns 3 and 4 is when they will start coming out, and when we switch from the early game to the mid game. But in Elder Dragon Highlander, the early game can last up to like the first 4 to 5 turns, and then it progresses into the mid game, when everybody has their stuff set up and start focusing on each other rather than themselves. Here, an Oathbreaker, it's a lot more limited because we have smaller, we have less life. We're more interested in getting out our planeswalkers and spells and doing our things sooner rather than later, which is why faster mana like that of Llanowar Elves, Elvish Mystic, Birds of Paradise is a lot more important. A lot of artifacts that generate mana are three drops and higher. Signets still work, they come out on turn two, but they're artifacts. They don't really protect your walker that much. So there is cause for concern that in this format, creatures are more important because, like, ordinarily, you couldn't directly attack another person's commander in EDH, so we didn't have to worry about it so much. There was a lot of spell-heavy decks that weren't creature 
at all instance and sorceries, a lot of times the commander, yes, it has ability that helps out spells and sorceries, but here we have a planeswalker and then the spell and sorcery in the command zone with it that will get the deck moving. But the planeswalker is a barrier of entry to use that game-winning spell often, and so we want creatures to get rid of our opponent's planeswalkers, and planeswalkers historically have been very powerful in some cases and not so powerful in others, and then we know people, yes, they're going to go for the more powerful planeswalkers unless they want a janky one to build around. You know, like Davriel, Shadow Mage, Shadow Fuge? I don't remember. So that's why creatures are going to be more important because they'll stop your opponent's planeswalkers. We didn't have that in EDH, it was all about removal spells. Land of War Elves, Elvish Mystic, Birds of Paradise, these little mana dork creatures are a lot more important and lower costed ones. You don't want like an Oracle of Moldzaya because that's four converted mana cost. That's already approaching the mid game. If you get Oracle of Moldzaya out, yeah, you just mana accelerant. Sure, you'll get more lands out, but that. <laughs> mid-game for Oathbreaker now, unless you're in a really slow meta, in which it's perfectly fine to want to use Oracle of Modaya, but <clears throat> if you're really being competitive with your friends that you're play playing with your playgroup, and by then, people will start, they'll be done with their setup, they'll have their mana, their Planeswalkers will be out, their spells will be in cast, unless they're big mana decks, and they'll be going after each other. And your Fears is a big mana deck, then you will find some more complications. With EDH, you had more time to get big mana ready, but with the faster format and Oathbreaker, you won't have as much time. If a game only lasts, let's say, seven or eight turns in Oathbreaker, and it usually lasts close to 16 in Commander, that's about seven, seven, eight turns difference between the formats. And in those eight turns, you already have plenty of mana, so that could accumulate up to between like 50 and 60 mana that you won't have at your disposal in Oathbreaker because the game didn't extend long enough for you to get more out and use more of it, which means your mana will have to be used more efficiently, much more efficiently. And these low drop costed, the, the mirror, the round of mirrors that tap to produce a mana of any color, those will also be very important for your decks. And cards like Felwar Stone, they, for a while, they were like, okay, this isn't reliably producing the color mana I need, but it'll become much more significant now. And with Soul Ring gone, it will be harder to get the smaller ramp out. A lot of the banned cards in Oathbreaker are early game ramp spells. So that's a big cause for concern. So you'll want to make the most out of the early game ramp, such as Birds of Paradise and the Elves. And I just wanted to help you be more aware of that when you're deck building. And so I think green will be a very popular color to brew in. In fact, maybe if it's not the most popular because it has all these options. Birds of Paradise produces all the colors, so if you're doing like Tamiyo, then that that really opens up the pool. One of these mana dorks, Deathrite Shaman, I don't think will be the best because 
there's a much smaller pool of planeswalkers than there are of commanders, and Deathrite Shaman wasn't used that much for commander. Anyway, even though it is a turn 1-1-2, one, one, you still have to exile a land card from your graveyard. And you might not have lands in your graveyard yet, or quick enough, and you don't want to... <laughs> it might be a lot harder to build around, but if you do, are using... Who's that jungle cat again? The Jund Cat Planeswalker from the 2019 Commander series. It will go really well on that deck, because he does put lands into the graveyard, but most Planeswalkers don't have such strange land synergies such as that. So that might be the only deck where Deathrite Shaman was able to be used in, will be able to be used in, where in EDH, Deathrite Shaman was a lot more useful for decks, because it has other abilities. You exile things from the opponent's graveyard, a lot of times there is key spells that your opponents want to use that you got rid of for the time being, but since it's a longer game, they have more chances to get it back out of their graveyard into the hand, and then recast and Deathrite Shaman could get rid of that, as well as suck some life away from them without being too much of a mosquito, but with half the life in Oathbreaker than we had in EDH, that will be a lot different. It will have a different vibe for every single attack. But Deathrite Shaman would still make a really good one drop because his one power two toughness on turn one makes it pretty decent <laughs> as a little chump blocker to protect your planeswalker. I'm really not sure how to end these, but thank you for watching. I hope you have a beautiful day. Bye-bye.